G'day one, g'day all, welcome to another episode. All right, enjoy. The very word secrecy is repugnant in a free and open society. And we are, as a people, inherently and historically opposed to secret society, to secret oath, and to secret proceedings. We decided long ago that the dangers of excessive and unwarranted concealment of pertinent facts far outweigh the dangers which are cited to justify it. Even today, there is little value in opposing the threat of a closed society by imitating its arbitrary restrictions. Even today, there is little value in ensuring the survival of our nation if our traditions do not survive with it. And there is very grave danger that an announced need for increased security will be seized upon by those anxious to expand its meaning to the very limits of official censorship and concealment. That I do not intend to permit to the extent that it's in my control. A no official of my administration, whether his rank is high or low, civilian or military, would interpret my words here tonight as an excuse to censor the news, to stifle dissent, to cover up our mistakes, or to withhold from the press and the public the facts they deserve to know. For we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily on covet means for expanding its sphere of influence, on infiltration instead of invasion, on subversion instead of election, on intimidation instead of free choice, on guerrillas by night instead of armies by day. It is a system which has conscripted vast human and material resources into the building of a tightly knit, highly efficient machine that combines military, diplomatic, intelligence, economic, scientific, and political operations. Its preparations are concealed, not published. Its mistakes are buried, not headlined. Its dissenters are silent, not praised. Dissenters are silent, not praised. Its dissenters are silent. Its dissenters are silent. Its dissenters are silent. All right. Here we go, eh? See if we can get it all right this time. Round two. Strange Days Broadcast. Now, first up, I'm going to be all over the place, so we're going to have some stuff to do with food, a bit of news I'm going to read out, some weird and bizarre things, the usual sort of things, and um, the same shit, different day, I guess you could call it. All right, let's see if we can get something out of this about refrigerating certain foods. Four foods that turn toxic when you refrigerate it. Number one, garlic. Never buy sealed garlic and refrigerate it because it starts catching. Four foods that turn toxic when you refrigerate it. Number one is garlic. Never buy sealed garlic and refrigerate it because it starts catching mold very quickly. And garlic mold has actually been linked with cancer. Have you seen what a terrible odor it has? Always buy fresh garlic with a peel. Unpeel it only when you're about to cook it and keep it outside the refrigerator always. Number two is onion. Now onion is a crop that is resistant to low temperatures. When you refrigerate it, the starch starts converting into sugar and starts catching mold. Lots of people do this mistake of cutting half an onion, cooking it, and keeping the other half on the fridge. 
Never do that. It starts collecting all the unhealthy bacteria in the environment and catches mold. In fact, when someone is ill at home, we take a slice of onion and keep it in the corner of the room to collect all the unhealthy bacteria in the environment. Number three is ginger. It starts catching mold very quickly when you refrigerate it, and that has been linked with kidney and liver failure. Do not refrigerate it. Number four is rice. Lots of people have started keeping cooked rice in the refrigerator because of the resistance to starch, and they think it is helping the cholesterol and blood sugar levels. But in fact, rice is one of the ingredients that catches mold the fastest. If you're going to refrigerate it, not more than 24 hours. Read the caption for complete details. Here's to healthy living and a healthy you. If you do not follow those protocols, I get very, very angry. I kill you. That's right. I'll hunt you down. Listen to this one. Mind-blowing video of plants talking to each other. Now, I brought this up in the previous ones over the years. This is a 10-minute one I want to share with you all. This is a pretty thorough one. I haven't come across this one in all the years that I've been trying to talk about this issue. There's not many videos or um, presentations like this. So this is a 10-minute one of this. Plants communicating with each other. That's right. Lilies as a kind of a sensory organ, or even use the stem, as we've learned from one of the previous videos from a few years back. Apparently, certain plants basically start screaming when experiencing extreme duress or extreme stress. You can learn about this in one of the videos in the description. But for many years, researchers knew that a lot of plants can actually release certain compounds from inside their leaves. And many plants are actually surrounded by a lot of these compounds at all times. And so even though we don't really see these compounds, you can kind of imagine it as something like this. If you find him unbearable, you can't understand what the hell he's saying, just tell me in the room, guys, and I'll just skip out bloody thing. Basically, if we could see them, they would look like this fog in the forest. And it would be everywhere. But it wouldn't be just fog. This would literally be communication. Little messages from here and there. And for plants, we know that they definitely use what's known as VOX, volatile organic compounds. Basically the same stuff that makes perfumes smell, or even things like methanol that give the compound it's minty smell. And so that minty smell, that's Vox. That's the volatile organic compounds. But even though for us it's just something that smells nice, for plants, it's a message. And back in 2019, researchers definitively discovered that when a lot of plants get attacked by all types of herbivores, such as for example various beetles or caterpillars, they basically go crazy releasing all sorts of volatiles into the air that to some extent serves as their scream. And that screen serves several purposes. It Sorry about him, guys. I just find it very hard to keep up with, like, tolerating-wise. <clears throat> both a defense and a warning. And it's something that plants evolved for millions of years. Turns out that for a lot of these plants, quite a lot of these volatiles serve as a message for predators. These chemicals physically attract predators that would usually find these caterpillars. Times like these, I feel like searching for a bloody voice to text, um, pick an application, you know what I mean? I don't know what language you use. I have no idea. Or these beetles taste you. And so as soon as a caterpillar starts biting into the leaf, just the mechanical damage itself automatically releases a lot of these volatiles. In case you're... No, in other words, plants talk to each other. End of story. I can't put up with him for 10 minutes. Sorry, guys. So I'll let you down on that one. Moving right along. Project Cyrus. Now this one only goes for two minutes. It's actually something I can tolerate. I don't know what freaking language he's talking. I just 
just can't do it at the moment. Can't be bothered listening to that. Project Cirrus is the first official attempt to modify a hurricane. It was run by General Electric with the support of the U.S. military. The official theory was that by changing the temperature outside the eye wall of a hurricane, which they did by seeding the clouds with various compounds such as silver iodide, a decrease in strong winds will result. On October 13, 1947, Project Cirrus targeted a hurricane heading out to sea. Approximately 180 pounds of dry ice was dropped into the clouds. The crew then reported a pronounced modification of the cloud deck, and the hurricane abruptly changed direction and made landfall near Savannah, Georgia. The public blamed the government. Irving Langmuir, who pioneered General Electric's atmospheric research department, and admitted that the project was about learning how to weaponize the weather, also claimed the reversal of the hurricane had been caused by Project Cirrus. But the government denied it for 12 12 years. Oh, it's just about to end anyway. Well, that'll be right. You give right to the last freaking one second and then, well, obviously years, hours and days. Real freak shit. Hey, listen to this for a freaking shits and giggles, guys. Um, I reckon this was old mate Wilson on a plane journey. A disgruntled passenger was reportedly removed for farting excessively on an American oh. Airlines flight from Phoenix to Austin last week. The early evening flight out. was taxed. Passenger was reportedly removed for farting excessively on an American Airlines flight from Phoenix to Austin last week. The early evening flight was taxiing on the runway before it was forced to return to its gate and delayed by 15 to 30 minutes, according to a passenger who claimed they were on the flight. That same traveler wrote on Reddit that they were seated near the row where the situation occurred and explained that a disgruntled man seemed to be provoked and then explained, You thought that was rude? Well, how about the smell proceeding to fart? The situation escalated further with the gassy passenger getting more heated with other travelers until flight attendants intervened. Instead of taking off, the crew announced that the flight would be returning to the gate, where the so-called fart man was escorted off. A fart man, eh? Ass man. Might have been Kramer's mate. Next to my little list of misery and loom and gloom. The cross. That's right. Listen to this about. You are looking at rare footage from the making of an Ethiopian cross, a cross that bears a striking resemblance to modern fractal antennas. These crosses do not resemble any other crosses in the whole of Christendom. They look much more like an instrument of technology than a religious instrument. Fractal antennas utilize self-similarity. This allows a fractal antenna to work on multiple frequency rates rather than a single frequency. The Ethiopian royal family is said to descend directly from King Solomon, the wisest of all the biblical kings, meaning one of the most learned in science. Ethiopia is also rumored to be home of the Ark of the Covenant, the most important biblical relic of all the Abrahamic faith. It's very possible that these crossmakers are just copying some ancient design, but were these ancient designs once used for some type of technology or energy broadcast within the Ethiopian kingdom? Breathe in. Breathe out. Right. Breathe in. Breathe out. Remember that disease X, which you've heard about in the news in the last several days, 
is actually a branded derivative of a thing that was already a tabletop exercise called Playdex, which actually predates the... Sorry about this. This is going to go for three minutes and a half. Now, this is about this disease X, and this is a few dots to get together here, guys, to just see where and come from, evolve, and what's happening. Event 201 for coronavirus. But if you go back and you look at Playdex, you'll realize that Playdex is not just the brand name of a uh, tabletop exercise, which was funded by Dustin Moskowitz, the co-founder of Facebook, and the one who has been the ghost tech writer behind all of the actions recently. It's important for you to realize that, that Playdex is actually not only the tabletop exercise, but it's actually a venture partnership between Moskowitz and the Welcome Trust. Uh -huh. And the Welcome Trust, for people not familiar with this, is one of the oldest criminal organizations in, in, the, in operation in the world. Um, the Welcome Trust is also known as the, the, uh, the, one of the largest charitable foundations of the UK that in partnership with the Rockefeller Foundation by mm -hmm. 1924 were the ones that collectively put in motion the process which came to 1944 and the proposal to fund the World Health Organization, which in fact they then funded so that they could actually get absolute immunity, as I've pointed out in many of my presentations well, in Europe. Well, well. The fact of the matter is what they're doing in Davos is actually the dry run of the Claydex exercise to get ready for the passage of the IHR, World Health Organization Treaty, reform, which is intended to take over a supra-sovereignty on any declared emergency, which is the reason why my organization continues to maintain vigilance on all the 64 scheduled and funded pathogens that are in the queue for release against humanity. And that list I have gone over in many presentations. I'm not going to bore everybody on this call, but the fact of the matter is what's happening in Davos right now is the planning phase, not unlike the Bretton Woods Summit was in 1944, July of 1944, when Bretton Woods set in motion all this nonsense. The fact of the matter is what they're doing right now is they're planning the sequence of events where they can actually cascade another terror campaign, which then triggers not only the need for allegedly another medical countermeasure, but it also this time is going to involve the other piece they failed to achieve with the COVID campaign, which is the eradication of cash-based transactions in commercial interaction. Because it turns out that one of the things that they desperately need to do is to make sure that they have central control on the flow of value exchange and the mapping of the networks associated with that. And because of that, it's critical that they plan better than they did with COVID because they blundered their way into COVID. And unfortunately, they did not do the full control takeover that they wanted, which is exactly what is on the agenda for Davos this week. Mm. Well, that concludes that study. I'm like, oh, now I'm blowing my nose. All right, next to my little list. He might be anal swabs, mate. He's nasal swab. <laughs> uh, you funny man. You funny man, you was. Yeah. Everything is energy. The key is to know how to harvest it. That's right. If you took that small crystal, don't forget, it's live. There's energy moving there. It's matter 
just wrap together and movement there. Now, if you put a piece of uh, copper wire, fine copper wire, and you wrap so many coils around it, leaving one end loose, and then wrap it with some mica, and wrap the rest of the coil around it, and leave two wires, one outside the mica and one inside the mica, now you have a little motor. And if you, it won't hurt the motor as it is. If, if you put it in a vice or something, you squeeze it at the center, then the two wires will make a little motor run. It's what you call piezoelectricity. Piezoelectricity. in the case of this, suppose I power. put that up into a pyramid or a bigger crystal, then this is feeding that more energy and it's continuous. Now, as you squeeze this to make it work, energy comes out. And if you release it, it comes back in again. It just goes. Okay. It's a breeze for you. You'll never squeeze it empty, but as you release the pressure, so it fills itself again immediately, reaches balance. It has to stay in balance. And so you have a little motor there. That's one thing you can use your crystal for. Very good. Crystal and um, copper. Hey, I've seen this good one the other day, actually. He's got a bike wheel, all right. He's just got it up, whatever, on a bracket. And he's got about bloody, um, I don't know, about eight bottles half full of stuff on an angle, all right. He's at one little push, just half full of, say, water or whatever. And as, as you can imagine, as it goes down to the next one, the thing falls, the water falls from the top into the bottom part, into the next bottle as it comes around. And the next one falls, next one falls, next one falls. And it just continually goes on a cycle for as long as as long as you want until the thing falls apart, I guess, in a thousand years or whatever it takes for that sort of stuff to break down. So there you go. There's many, many things that we can do for energy and the crap that they're trying to push on us these days, that's for sure. I heard the other day that um, it's quite possible within 10 years they're going to try and push, which is a good thing environment-wise, not good if you're into your old V8s and that, but um, hydrogen cars pretty much, guys. It's the only way to go. There's none of this battery crap. It's all got to go. We can, we've proven we can run on hydrogen. It's not rocket science. Just in. Okay, now for some news, I think, and a bit of this, bit of news and a bit of something else. Iran is now a legitimate target for Israeli missile strikes. Strikes. One of the country's most senior ministers has told the Telegraph raising the prospect of an all-out war with Tehran. They won't stop until all statues of white men are gone. Captain Cook's statue cut down at St Kilda. Maxwell Egan about Gaza. News folks, Avi Yemeni doing such great things for Australia. Avi Yemeni's a Zionist stooge, folks. Oh, that's right. Oh, that's, this is about a reporter over here named Avi. He's, um, he's going to reveal some of this guy's shenanigans. Puts Israel first. Like, and bear in mind, and I've said before, this guy actually was born in Australia and he actually went and got Israeli citizenship simply so he could go to Palestine and shoot Palestinians. He wanted to go to Gaza and shoot Palestinians because he liked shooting children in the face. Hey, Yes, okay. Is this is this you? Avi Yemeni. 
Yeah, okay, let's let's that is. Can we get on camera, please? Yeah, is this the same guy here yeah, that one Palestinian got shot in the face and it said, My shot, boys? Is, yeah. yeah. is this the same guy? Oh. Is this the same guy, yeah? Not a kid. Okay, okay. okay. I support the shooting jihad in the Okay, okay. Okay. Shoot him in the face, and you know what? Okay. Shoot him in the heart, please. Okay. Oh, I can't listen to anything more about little turds. Anyway, that's more of an Australian issue. People over here would know what I'm talking about there with him. During the United Nations Secretary Council meeting yesterday, several diplomats left as soon as an Israeli ambassador started to speak, Joe. Just got up and walked out. There's a lot, doesn't it? Farmers in France are dumping SHIT on the high-speed train tracks. Sabotaging the system is now a call of duty. Boycott Woolworths over here in Australia. Imagine pocketing over $7 million a year and the top four almost $20 million a year and yet you are so out of touch with your customers and Australian society that the mismanagement over Australia Day has resulted in millions of consumers boycotting your store. That's what we do here. We boycott. Oklahoma. Oklahoma stands with Texas, and it looks like Arkansas is uh, sending its National Guard to the border, guys. T-X-O-K-A-R and F-L. This is starting to look quite the party. New U.S. national debt reaches a new all-time high of $34.1 trillion. Hey, welcome to the room, Porky. New Zealand leaked record-level data. If the vaccines were consistent and safe, what we should see is a line rising steadily from the left to the right as normal mortality rates rise with age. That's not what we see from the data in New Zealand. Conclusion, the vaccine batches are not consistent and they are causing deaths. Some of the batches are far more lethal than others. It's a lottery or more like Russian roulette. US data shows that 5% of batches were responsible for 85% of deaths. <coughs> Hang on, Bill Gates. Um, that's a long one. I can't play that one, actually. A clever video about your energy. Now, this is about seven minutes, I think, but you've really got to pay attention to this, showing you the ridiculousness of this so-called, um, what do they call it? The wake up. Carbon. You're having a dream. What? Here's the reality. Oil, natural gas, and coal provide 84% of all the world's energy. That's down just two... Yeah, wait there. Um, but yeah, of course it's about energy. But just have a listen. The carbon credits and shit that they're trying to push. Yeah, it goes for five minutes, actually. Have a listen to how he puts it all together here to show how ridiculous their crap is. Here's the reality. Oil, natural gas, and coal provide 84% of all the world's energy. That's down just two percentage points from 20 years ago. And oil still powers nearly 97% of all global transportation. Contrary to headlines claiming that we're rapidly transitioning away from fossil fuels, 
It's just not happening. Two decades and $5 trillion of governments investing in green energy, and we've barely moved the needle. This was supposed to be easy. Why is it so hard? In a word, rock. To get the same amount of energy from solar and wind that we now get from fossil fuels, we're going to have to massively increase mining by more than 1,000%. This isn't speculation, this is physics. Physics, guys. Copper, iron ore, silicon, nickel, chromium, zinc, cobalt, lithium, graphite, and rare earth metals like neodymium. We need them all. And then those metals and materials have to be turned into motors, turbine blades, solar panels, batteries, and hundreds of other industrial components. Mm -hmm. That also takes lots of energy, which requires even more mining. As a World Bank study put it, these green technologies are in fact significantly more material intensive than our current energy mix. That may be the understatement of the century. Raw materials account for 50 to 70% of the costs to manufacture both solar panels and batteries. Until now, it hasn't really mattered that much because wind and solar still account for only a few percentage points of the... See those hearts that went up there, Freedom? That means someone's appreciating your show. I know you haven't seen that in the three years that you've been on, but I just wanted you to come in and see what it looks like. <laughs> you little shit stare at us. Global energy supply. They're in a pause line for environmentalists. <laughs> Couldn't help not man. a major energy player, and it's unlikely they will... See, Shelby, it didn't take me long. I don't hold grudges against myself for too long. He's coming back around. Look at him. Look at him. He's getting back to his old self. God love him. In the foreseeable future. But for the sake of argument, let's say we sharply ramp up mining. Where would these new mines be located? Well, for one, China. Shelby might show that you what is today a clap the looks like in a minute. Of most of our critical she gave me the clap once, but it's bloody scary. We try to keep that a little bit private, if you know what I mean. Energy materials. The United States is not only a minor player, but is dependent on imports for 100% of 17 critical minerals. Do we want to give China more political and economic leverage? Show him the clap or a, a car or a, um, a trophy, Shelby, so we can see what they look like. He hasn't even seen hearts before, the poor bugger. Europe has made itself dependent on Russia for 40% of its natural gas. How well has that worked out? Ironically, we have all the minerals we need right here in North America, but good luck trying to get them out of the ground. Proposals to build mines in the United States and increasingly almost everywhere else meet fierce opposition, if not outright bans. To give just one example, in 2022, the Biden administration canceled proposed copper and nickel mine in northern Minnesota. This was after years of delays navigating a maze of environmental regulations. And yes, the same environmentalists and green-leaning politicians who tout all the benefits of electric cars are the same people who make mining the materials essential to build those cars, like copper and nickel, all but impossible. Try to square that circle. So far, we've only talked about today's energy needs. What about tomorrow's? Future energy demand will be far greater than today's. That's been true for the entire history of civilization. The future will not only have more people, but also more innovations. And entrepreneurs have always been better at inventing new ways to use energy than to produce it. It's obvious, but worth stating, before the invention of automobiles, airplanes, pharmaceuticals, or computers, there was no energy needed to power them. And as more people become more prosperous, they will want the things others already have, from better medical care to vacations to cars. In America, there are about 80 cars for every 100 citizens. In most of the world, it's about five for 100 citizens. Over 80% of air travel is for personal purposes. 
So that's 2 billion barrels of oil a year. Hospitals use 250% more energy per square foot than an average commercial building. And the global information infrastructure, the cloud, already uses twice as much electricity as the entire country of Japan, the world's third largest economy. The massive data centers at the heart of the cloud alone consume almost 10 times more electricity than the world's 10 million electric cars. E-commerce has taken off and is propelling record growth in warehouses, increasingly filled with energy-hungry robots. America's truck freight index more than doubled in the past decade to deliver the goods to and from those warehouses. These are today's known trends. While we can't predict the future, we can predict There'll be more innovation in robotics, drones, quantum computing, biotechnology, and new industries not yet imagined. All of it will require more energy, a lot more. Fossil fuels, nuclear energy, and yes, renewables will be required. But if you think we could get it all from wind and solar, dream on. I'm Mark Mills, Senior Fellow at the Manhattan Institute for Prager University. Thank you, Mr. Mills. A man after my own heart, someone that actually makes some sense out there in this weird, crazy world. China, a Chinese company by the name of Betterbolt, has announced an atomic energy battery for consumers with a touted 50-year lifespan. The Betterbolt BV100 will be the first product to launch using the firm's new atomic, or sorry, at atomic battery technology constructed using a nickel-63 isotope and diamond semiconductor material. Betterbolt says its nuclear battery will target aerospace, AI devices, medical, MEMS systems, intelligence sensors, small drones and robots and may eventually mean manufacturers can sell smartphones that never need charging. Oh, now that's a dream. That's a bloody dream. There's something to invest in, talking about investments, eh? Something I think is going to get big on the market. China's, well, it's a different one. Um, this one's for my American friends out there. Americans do not deserve to be governed by deeply weird, nauseously woke people who hate George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, Abraham Lincoln, Dr. Zeus, and Mr. Potato Head, who hyperventilate on their yoga mats if you use the wrong pronoun, who think kids should be able to change their gender at recess, who carry around Ziploc bags of kale to give them energy, and who think they are better than us. By the way, to me, kale tastes like I'd rather be fat. <laughs> I think I did hear this one again. Americans do not deserve to be governed by deeply weird, nauseously woke people who hate George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, Abraham Lincoln, Dr. Zeus, and Mr. Potato Head, who hyperventilate on their yoga mats if you use the wrong pronoun, who think kids should be able to change their gender at recess, who carry around Ziploc bags of kale to give them energy, and who think they are better than us. By the way, to me, kale tastes like I'd rather be fat. <laughs> <laughs>
much, pretty much, guys. Report the ADL urged law enforcement to investigate Matt Walsh Libs. Now, this is um, Matt Walsh. He's uh, just trying to remember his thing that he does. He does the Daily Wire, I think it is. Just let me scroll down here a bit. ADL urges law enforcement to investigate Matt Walsh Libs of TikTok. Yeah, they're saying. The Anti-Defamation League, have you heard about them, um, Freedom, the ADL? Urge law enforcement investigations to investigate prominent conservatives such as Daily Wire's Matt Walsh. Oi, freaking they. Next to my little list. Little hat people are at it again, eh? The top United Kingdom general says civilians will have to be conscripted into a citizen's army to fight major war against Russia. The warmongering in Europe has gone into overdrive with military chiefs sounding the alarm, banging the drums to imaginary wars, trying to drum up support for Ukraine and to hypercharge Russia phobia as the patience of the citizens in general with this conflict narrative has greatly dismissed. Oh, the people are dismissing, so let's get the army involved to make people a little bit more up in it, you know. Let's build up some anti-Russian sentiments, guys. The peasants seem to be wanting peace. We can't have that now, can we? The Houthis claim clash with the United States Navy. The Yemeni group and the U.S. Central Command have both confirmed the confrontation, but had different versions of what actually happened. Biden trashes Trump, incoherently rambles about his dumpster fire economy during re remarks at the United Auto Workers Conference. Let's have a little listen. I think I've got him mumbling like a little fool as usual. Union workers that have been working countless hours under the Trump administration. I'd like you to explain how you plan to not only keep us working, but how you intend on getting the union vote when there's a large portion of the union workers that are young enthusiasts and you are actively trying to diminish the Second Amendment right and take away our guns. You're full of shit. All right, thank now, you. Now, now, I support the Second Amendment. The Second Amendment, just like right now, if you yell fire, that's not free speech. But from the very beginning, I have a shotgun, I have a 20 gauge, a 12 gauge, my son's hunt. Guess what? You're not allowed to own any weapon. I'm not taking your gun away at all. Hmm? You need 100 rounds. So when you were in the when you said you're going to take our guns, I did not blood. say that. That's yes. not. I did it's not a say that. Video. But the viral video, like the other ones are putting out, that are simply a lie. Your voice. Well, oh, he just clarified it. Wait, 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 wait. Let's make the AR, your AR-14s a little bit. Okay, this is not okay. Hold up, hold up. All right. Hey, you want to do the same thing here? There's a lot of guys. A lot of guys want to. I'm not working. Hold on. Give me a break. Hit him. Hit him. Hit him. Where's the deal? Where's the deal? Are you able to own one? Big up a cat. Boom. I said, are you able to own one? That's right. Get him with your hat. Get him with your hat.
Yeah, they need a hundred rounds to protect themselves from freaks like you. Next, the United Kingdom should train citizen army to fight Russian army chief. Now he wants them to bloody train as well. The United Kingdom's chief of the general staff has called for the creation of a citizen army to fight the Russians. Well, he's got to have an enemy, guys. The boogeyman. US, the United States denies that it's planning to pull out of Syria. The Pentagon has denied a foreign policy magazine report saying Washington may withdraw its troops from Syria. NATO kicks off the largest military exercise in decades. NATO on Wednesday began its biggest military exercise since the Cold War with a United States warship leaving the United States for transit across the Atlantic. U.S. air carrier finds loose bolts on multiple Boeing jets. <laughs> Alaska. This is the last thing you want to hear, I think, a lot of you on the panel at the moment. <laughs> Alaska Airlines CEO says many of the carrier's Boeing 737 planes were found to have loose bolts. You better take your extra seatbelts, guys. Maybe a parachute on that trip. <sighs> Germany... France, Romania, Poland, Lithuania, farmers all over Europe take a stand against crippling green policies. The European continent is in turmoil, plagued by a multitude of self-inflicted maladies coming from the insane failed globalist policies pushed by the EU. Unchecked mass migration, unemployment, economic stagnation, LGBTQ lunacy, and, of course, the crippling climate alarmist, green regulations. Ruling in Israel, Gaza genocide case on Friday. Court, the United Nations top court said it would hand down its landmark ruling on Friday in the case against Israel over alleged genocide in Gaza, a verdict likely to be, and it doesn't say the rest, leaves you in suspense. Union sounds alarm over EU's industrial collapse. High energy prices are accelerating the EU's deindustrialization according to concerns labor organizations. EU state to give Ukraine 666 that's right, not 667, not 665, but 666 million of Russians' money. Belgium will fund military aid for Kiev worth 666 million using interest earned on frozen Russian assets, Belga news agency has said. Of course, just a round number, just a coincidence. Top cancer scientists fake research biologist. Hmm, I've heard of this happening a few times over the years. A top US cancer research center has retracted multiple studies amid allegations its scientists photoshopped images to fake damn test results. What a disgusting creature of a human would do that. Then have them on chemotherapy and all their toxic drugs for six months until they bleed the family of their freaking wealth and then end up killing the person over nothing. 
disgusting. These people should be lined up and shot or hung in the streets or something needs to be done seriously for it to be made an example of. Hey? What sort of a low-life freaking... You know, there's no words, you know, freaking slug or something. I mean, some little thing with a hat on crawling around under the sewers. Who knows how low you can go, guys. Uh, Massachusetts Ballot Commission rejects efforts to bar Trump from the 2024 ballot. A legal challenge to bar Trump from the 2024 ballot in Massachusetts has failed. Listen to what's in this. Now, he doesn't tell you the name of the ice cream, but I'll try and pause it and I'll give you the name of this certain ice cream. Apparently, this ice cream is so fake that they... It's called drumstick it's well drumstick it sort of goes around like an arc around the top of the drumstick so with a little bite out of the drumstick i don't know i can't it looks can't quite see the actual people that make it looks like they do a kit kat one they do all different ones i can only look in the background here they've got like a chocolate coated one it looks like a gaiton sort of one um i can't read the rest of it anyway you get the gist. Can't even call it ice cream. It's called a frozen dessert instead. And that's because it doesn't pass the regulation of containing... Did you hear that? It is that toxic they can't even legally call it an ice, an ice cream. Have a listen to what's in this crap. A frozen dessert instead. Frozen and that's dessert. because it doesn't pass the regulation of containing more than 10% of milk fat and have no more than 100% overrun. Overrun is the amount of air that gets mixed and whipped into the ice cream during the freezing process. If you're asking me, it's definitely not considered ice cream because of the laundry list of ingredients that contain a bunch of oil. It's got sugar, glucose. Oh, it's just, I'll tell you how many things it's got in the ingredients. It's got 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, 30, 31, 32, 33, 34, 35, 36, 37, 38, 39, 40. 40 different ingredients. <laughs> wow. And there's names I'm even I'm not even gonna try to pronounce, I can tell you that right now. Oh dear. Now, there's a thing I put up about face mapping, which is pretty cool. Um I think she's gonna say it. I have got the graph here actually, but uh, oh, I could have saved it and actually put this in the bloody chat. Never thought about that, eh? Oh, damn it, man. Oh yeah, I can't. Oh, that's right, because I'm on this one, aren't I? Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. I have to go into the other one to do it. I'll remember that next time, actually. I never thought about pictures. Ah. Well, anyway, I think he's going to say it, so I won't have to go through the picture. All right, have a listen to this. This is relating to other parts of your body. I like this sort of stuff. I find it fascinating. Did you know that your face is connected to your organs? Face mapping is an ancient technique that's been used for thousands of years. It's rooted in both Chinese and Ayurvedic medicine. Where redness, acne, lungs, and swelling show up on your face, it represents what's going on internally. It's our body's way of letting us know, hey, there's an issue here that needs to be addressed. So let's look a little bit deeper into this, shall we? First, take a look at your forehead. If you have lines and wrinkles in your forehead, this means that your digestion is severely impacted. It could mean poor diet, stress, or irregular sleep patterns. Moving on down your face to your eyebrow, if they are thin, it means you have a frail constitution. If you have thick eyebrows, 
that means you have a strong constitution. And if you're missing the outer two thirds of your eyebrows, it means you have hypothyroidism. Having a puffy face is also linked to hypothyroidism. The lines between your eyebrows means that you have a sluggish liver. Um, to me, it means I'm no, I'm just a cranky bugger. <laughs> or you could just have an angry personality. Oh, if you have under sorry. eye bags, you probably have poor adrenal and kidney function. If your eyes are dark and puffy, this means it's time to do a kidney cleanse. Now your nose and your cheeks are linked to heart function. If you have bright red or purple cheeks and you're not sunburnt, you may want to get your heart checked. It can also mean inflammation and heat within the body. And what about those creases that run down alongside your nose? This means you have poor liver function. And around the mouth and chin, if you get a lot of acne there, this is typically a hormone imbalance. It could also mean a weakness in your digestive and reproductive system, large intestine, colon, or stomach. Now, if you have a yellow tint to your skin, this is jaundice, and it means you are overloaded with toxins and you need to do a liver cleanse. A white or grayish color means you have poor circulation. It could also mean a mineral deficiency. So if you're concerned with any of these symptoms that I've mentioned, then it's time to look at your diet and do a lifestyle change before things get worse. It's never too late to change your health as long as you're still breathing. There is hope, but change starts with a desire to. And if you need help with anything that I've mentioned, I'm here. Yeah, right. Um, well, this was at the 44 minute mark. If anyone just wanted to go back, I'm sure someone out there would like to go back and probably listen back to that. But um, when she talked about the nose one, she's talking about that line that comes down from your nose down to your mouth. You know, that, yeah, it sounded like she might have been staying up around the top of your nose or something. Yeah, yeah, it's fascinating stuff. I do know that, like, I know that a lot of allergies and that people that have got the dark, um, darkish under the eyes, you know, more, more prominent than even rings. But if you like getting rings from being tired, you know, you can just cut a, um, a potato and um, just rest the potato on your bloody, on, on your eyes, you know, and that'll um, the starch apparently. I've never tried it myself. Um, another good one as well, castor oil is pretty good around the eyes and it helps um, get your eyelashes nice and thick and, and all these other aspects. Yeah, it's a bloody wonder. Go, go look up castor oil, guys. Never emphasize how great that is. As an all-over healer, you know, especially even for internal injuries and things like that. Now, next, going back here. This is called backseat tricky. Now, I think this is a bit of a, a jovial thing, so I'll quickly play it, because I tried before and it didn't load. I'll just see what this is. This is obviously about Nikki. Tricky Nikki Haley. Let's see if this gives us a shit in a giggle. <coughs> Probably won't play, didn't play before. It's really weird like that. Some of them just... Oh, yeah. I want to send this one out to all the war kids worldwide. Don't wait a... Stay back in touch. Mom, I want to send this one out to all the war kids worldwide. Don't wait a Brussels coffee to Boeing. The flavor from Tricky Nicky. And my sleigh. I'm the type of girl that soft wars and smiles. Still in all, I need the backseat of my sleigh once in a while. Are you in a party, whore? I can't be what you're looking for. That might be a good thing where that shenanigans is going. It throws up on me. Should they get ugly really quick? Actually, now um, this was. Now there's going to be a bit of language here, guys, just for a half a minute. 
This was at the UFC. It's um, F. Trudeau chants break out amongst the crowd at the UFC 297 event in Toronto, Canada recently. Australian Alps to yes back in a sec um, in the Australian Alps tourists are offered to sled down a 10 kilometer long hill for 30 euros the whole the whole descent takes about 40 minutes that's over at um where is it? I'm just trying to think. Ah, I've lost the bloody thing. Oh, that was all it said. Yeah, we got it. Yeah, so it's a forty minute descent. Wow. I don't know what ten what is it? Ten kilometers long hill for thirty euros. That sounds pretty reasonable. Don't know what a euros is in Australian probably. Founding member of the band Bonnie M has died, Frank Farron. The musician was 82 years old. He was the author of such hits as Rasputin and Daddy Cool. In Germany, a refugee from Afghanistan jerked off his chubbywhacker right on the tracks, causing trains to stop running. A 30-year-old Afghanistan man lay down on the tracks near the city of Kassel, took out his chubbywhacker and started entertaining himself. He did not react to the approaching train. As a result, the whacker caused 13 trains to arrive at their destination late. I'd rather jerk off on the rails than all this. Do you get it? I'd rather the jerk off the rails. <laughs> that was funny. Next on my little list. Antarctica, what do we know about this hidden mystery so far? I actually put that whole one up today. Um, that was an interesting one. Really, really well done, I think. Um, yeah, I put it up just recently. It's, I think it was my last one I actually put up before this. Antarctical panel special featuring Linda Moulton Howe, David Adair, Brad Olson and Dr. Michael Seller. Really interesting discussion, guys. Go and listen to that one. Do yourself a favour. Evidence of ancient tunnels above the Inca Cusco. Well, that's a bit of a documentary, so I can't really go much into that. Um, and it, it was very hard for me to get up. I was into it a few minutes, and I was just like, I didn't just know where to start that one. But that's what they apparently, apparently have come across. There was a discovery of a cave of elongated skulls in Peru. Now, this these people, they didn't even tell the archaeologists. These are... Um, independent journalists that this tribe took them to this place with this cave um, i can play the last bit of it actually because it takes them a while of the journey through the jungle on that to get there so i know if it loads up quick enough yeah not oh yeah no it's not going to load up by the time it even kicks in now it's taking ages because it's quite a long semi-documentary about it. it's very interesting though they found these skulls they had bigger eyes as well than um, humans of today. Um, 
All right, this is this is interesting. I've, I've semi-played this, but this goes a little bit further. It was about, I think, they go into also Vietnam cave. One All right, this only goes for four minutes, but I find this interesting. Have a listen to this. Vietnam. Oh, it is Vietnam starting. Nine. Now, I've played this one ages ago about Vietnam, about the tunnel system under there, and what the shenanigans that people report that venture around in there. And it goes on to a couple more sites. It's only four minutes. Have a listen to this. Vietnam. 1991. Longer Hokan discovers a mysterious entrance to a hidden mountain cave obscured by dense jungle overgrowth. The cliffs leading down to the entrance are so steep he cannot explore it further, but he notes its location. Nearly two decades later, the British Cave Research Association finally explores the cave. What the team discovers is astounding. It is the largest underground chamber on the planet. It's not just the cave. It's an actual world in Vietnam. Inside this cave, it's 40 stories high. There's actually an ancient forest. It's got flowing water, not just a puddle or a stream, but an actual river. Inside the cave is an entire growing ecosystem. And it's so deep that it looks like it's an entrance to a whole other reality. This incredible subterranean realm called the Songdong Cave is estimated to be roughly three million years old. It runs through the earth for nearly six miles and numerous areas where the cave ceiling has collapsed allow sunlight to enter, resulting in the growth of trees and other vegetation. But according to area residents, what's most notable about Songdong Cave are the strange creatures that are believed to dwell within it. Local residents describe seeing reptilian-type humanoid beings emerging from the Songdong Cave, and they believe that they actually live deep inside this cave. What's fascinating about this is that the reptilian-type humanoid beings are similar to the seraphim or the winged serpents in Kabbalistic tradition. The seraphim are said to have gone and lived in the inner earth, according to Kabbalistic teaching. Is it possible that reports of reptilians at Sondong Cave are encounters with beings from inner earth? While it may sound too incredible to be true, there have been reports that during the Vietnam War in the 1970s, U.S. soldiers encountered what they described as upright lizards inhabiting caves. And accounts of reptilian beings existing in underground caverns can be found all across the globe, even on the other side of the world, in Cusco, Peru. Throughout Peru and around Cusco particularly, there are many, many stories of a tunnel system that has something to do with serpent deities, which they call the Amaru there. The Peruvian authorities themselves decided it was too dangerous for people to go into these tunnels. So they looked for all of the entrances they could around Cusco and they sealed them up. And this is a well-known story within Peruvian history. While there have been many reports from around the world of human-like reptilians, 
There is another inner earth entity described in the Zohar that is even more commonly witnessed in modern times. According to Zoharic literature, there are beings inside the earth having large black eyes and a nose that leaves only two dark holes on the face. Now that corresponds to things that we've seen about, heard about these, uh, for lack of a better word, ETs. There is a lot of evidence that these beings that we think are coming from another planet are not coming from another planet. They're coming from inside our own Earth. The black-eyed entities, commonly referred to as greys by ufologists, are the beings most often reported by alleged alien abductees. Many of whom claim to have been taken aboard saucer-shaped craft. Could it be that the so-called flying saucers so often reported in modern times are not coming from outer space, but inner Earth. According to some ancient astronaut theorists, this notion is supported Wrong by numerous alien. accounts of UFOs that are seen disappearing into the landscape and sometimes even flying directly into mountains. Yeah. What do you think about that, eh? At school, what did you learn? Twelve constellations, twelve signs. You can't do this or not. There are thirteen. There's more things there that they're not going to show you. There's much more than thirteen constellations. Take the Hebrew calendar. Take the Gregorian calendar. They never match. The Pope decided that we have to add 17 days, and then we make every fourth year a leap year. So we're supposed to have 13 months. There is a 13th light. Now, you have to ask yourself, what is the name of the 13th constellation? Do you know the name? Oh, oh, that's the name. It came from the word fair O. It's like the house of God. Uh-oh. For example, if you take the 12 constellations and in the middle there's another one, 13. Why the 13? Because in reality, there are 13, not 12 constellations. So why is it that we can't see this 13th constellation? Uh-oh. It was like when they'd done the Hydron Collider and this matter appeared and it just disappeared. You know what they call it? Doesn't matter. <laughs> You funny man. I made that up. I made it. Lost main city found with unearthed mysteries no one can explain. Oh, wow, this is... Sites near Oakham Toon, which means that this city was either home to a secluded Mayan community... Oh, no, that was a long one. Yeah, that goes into quite a few. This guy went out and he just discovered that. Cities after cities, just incredible. There was an interesting thing that we found. It's a solid gold pyramid with Sumerian writing near the Nazca line. Now, I'll just give you a little taste of this. It goes for a bit, a bit long. Just give you a quick little thing of it if it loads. Come on, man. Come on, man. Anyway, no, okay, that's enough time. Yeah, anyway, so, yeah, got footage of it and all that. 
So that's very interesting. Doesn't show you the size of this thing though. That's the curious thing about it. I wish he would put his hand there or something to give you a bit of a, or a, tell you the bloody size. Was Rick Mayles trying to tell us something in his last message? Let me know what you think of this. headaches 
Coincidence? I think not. I don't believe in them these days. The dirty tricks get dirtier. Stuff like this and far, far worse has been happening to us for years. I've been banned and suppressed for decades. Twice I've been subjected to extensive tax investigations and on both occasions they gave me refunds because they found I'd overpaid. But things have got far worse in the last four years and what's happened to us is significant but it showed, because it shows quite vividly how desperate they are to suppress the truth about the fake pandemic, about the flu known as COVID, about vaccines and about their terrifying plan. Last week I was hacked so often that in one day alone I had to change email addresses and passwords four times and eventually began to lose track of reality. I had to dump a laptop and an iPad because they were invaded by one of those keystroke programs. We had a private server that had to be ditched. What did you do, mate? You, did you send me a heart, did you? Ah, that's the way. That's the way. Gives me a bit of encouragement, mate. It's not hard to do. Bit hard with your arthritis though in your finger, but you can manage. You got toes, man. Hey, Vinny, welcome to the broadcast. And the lies on Google and Wikipedia have been as damaging as they were intended. Someone we trusted and paid well to help us turned out to be employed by the enemy. His ruthless deceits, endless lies, manipulations and fraudulent behaviour were beyond anything I've ever come across before. He came with what appeared to be impeccable connections. The enemy will do anything to suppress the truth. After I was banned from YouTube, I moved to what was then known as Brand YouTube, where the boss was told to dump my channel, or else. He bravely refused, so the or else happened and my videos on the entire platform went down. One of my websites, learnercommon.org, had to be closed after a mole got in and we couldn't tell what was damaged. It's no fun, and to be honest, it's getting a little tiring. Still, we're fighting a war and it's... Anyway, I guess you get his drift. By the end of it, you want to slash your wrists, to be honest with you. He's just about the same on all of them. He's a funny character. But you can go look him up. He's on um, Twitch. He's been around for years, man, like this guy. I, I didn't know he was still going. It looks like he hasn't got much longer to go, though. He's pretty rugged up and he looks a bit frail. Now... This was what the, um, this is a bit sobering, this is what the Bolsheviks were doing up in Russia. Lenny was still not satisfied with this and reported more power to the terror. The Bolsheviks would eliminate every free thinker. Trotsky wanted every individual to be a ruthless soldier of labor. And he thought that all those demanding free speech, free press, and free trade unions should be shot like dogs. If ordered to move, they were forced to obey. If they refused, they were deserters who would be punished with death. Every move was at gunpoint. Trotsky often executed his victims personally in the most cruel ways. He happily ordered disciplinary executions and he even ordered children murdered. Officers and their families were executed for disobeying orders. The Jew Grigory Zinoniev, real name Trish Achterbaum, as head of the Communist International, wrote in an article in the Drasnaya Gazeta in Moscow, September 1st, 1918. We will make our hearts cruel, hard, and immovable, so that no mercy will enter them, so that they will not quiver at the sight of the sea of enemy blood. We will let loose 
floodgate of that sea. Without mercy, without sparing, we will kill our enemies in scores of hundreds. Let them be thousands. Let them drown themselves in their own blood. Let there be floods of blood of the Burgundy. More blood, as much as possible. Nothing much has changed, has it, God? Every people who dare to criticize the regime would be branded as anti-Semitic and punished to death. Christians, priests, and the most attractive Jews, and all non-Jewish intellectuals were the first to be exterminated. In years to come, Stalin's crime against humanity would make Lenin's red terror crumble in comparison. The Gulag was the Jewish NKVD system of forced labor and extermination camps. Any person suspected of disagreeing with the Jewish Bolshevik government was kidnapped by the Jewish secret police and deported to a Gulag. Yeah, they reckon the monkeys killed, well, I've heard estimates all the way from 60 to 100 million people in Russia. Well, yeah. wonder why Germany was on their toes back in the day, eh? Clever video about our energy, which I just played. Ah, the doomsday machine. This was Daniel. Oh, this is the book. That's right. I don't know if you've ever heard of him. Daniel Ellsberg. Very interesting. I'll dig, I'll dig more into him. I'll bookmark that, actually, because I wanted to bring him up on my next one. just didn't have time today to do that. Fall of the Cabal. Let's have a little listen to Fall of the Cabal, number one. This lady um, was just recently committed suicide, actually. There was two ladies that produced this. And um, sadly, she was suffering from ongoing depression. Now, I think I'll put the actual... Follow my new channel. Let's see if this one loads. Fall of the Cabal, all parts 1 to 10, which is a three-hour full documentary. Now, I could probably publish those three. I reckon I've done it oh, a couple of hundred shows back. I'll double check if I haven't. I'll put the first three, which are fascinating, but they're all just, yeah, all blow your mind. Now, this one, I'm not sure how long it goes for. This one, oh, this is just a short one. It only goes for two hours and 58 seconds. <laughs> no, two hours and 58 minutes. But I'm going to give you a taste for um, 10 minutes, maybe 15, and then we'll have an open line. If no one wants to call in, I'll just continue on the broadcast. Freedom. Broadcast. What I'll do. <clears throat> you can find this over at Rumble. Oh, yeah. Well, it's loading. Oh, yeah, it should be loading in a minute. Let me have a look here. I'll tell you a story. I've got a story to tell you. But I see, I think my bottom is looking down here. Where is it? No. Let, let me just try this on Rumble. I've got something to say about that, actually. I want to see if it works, how fast it works. This is the one me and Freedom were talking the other day, actually. And what I want to do, I want to create video documentaries and then transform them into audio for Podbean. So I can link the both of them up. Because most of my material that I've got here, don't worry, I'm trying to multitask here and make a coffee at the same time. We are about to oh, witness geez. one of the greatest events in human... Oh, what? 
Whoa, 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 whoa. That was a trick. I had two of them come up at one thing. No, I want Rumble. That come up really quick. So I just, when I said that, I clicked on that. So that says a lot. I'll pause the other one. So yeah, anyway, before it starts, let me just tell you a quick one. Behind the scenes. Wait, I've got to try and get this guy now. Volume. Yeah, I'm trying to work with this other volume thing. I've got it like on my headphones. It's a gaming volume. But those, my other cord broke. I get a bit confused where I'm at with both of them. What's happened here? Come on, man. I'm not going to do it now. Oh, it's not making any sound. Oh, maybe I've hit the mute button. I've got to see. I'm not sure with this platform yet. Is that it? No. <clears throat> this is really weird. The volume is completely gone. What's going on here? Let me just take this out to see if it's. No. That's up. That's up. Everything's up. Um, this is very weird. Clicking out, hit something. Just got no, it's playing, but there's no volume at all on both of them. Well, that's weird. All right, well, I'll just continue. Yeah, so I'm going to try and do that on Rumble. I, I was thinking Odyssey Rumble or the other one, um, but I'm thinking the bit shit pisses me off because um, today I had enough of that to try and go through all this crap, and then I wanted my name, like all this and that, and I was like, ah, it's just getting out of control here. So I'm going to have a look at Rumble tomorrow. I meant to look at it today, but BitChute took up most of the damn time. So I wasn't too impressed with that. I like the name Rumble anyway. Sort of matches what, you know, Rumble in the Jungle, you know, sort of thing. So I'm going to get out of that. Well, I guess we're not going to play it then. I'm going to have to try something else because there's something not going right here. There's no volume at all. Follow the Rumble channel. Also find Beefy Awakening documentaries here. This is called the Best Awakening Documentaries, uncensored, uncensored, recommended through the White Rabbit archives in the index. This one, Beyond the Great Reset. Ah, this is the one I was looking for the other day. Out of the Shadows. These are some really interesting ones, guys. I'm going to read them out to you. Um, I'll forward this if anyone's on Telegram. I'll, actually, I'll be able to put all these in the link after it. So just let me forward this. To my little file over here. Aha, gotcha. Haven't listened to some of these little rabbit holes. Number one, Beyond the Great Reset. It's a 2023 version. Satanic Hollywood's Open Secrets goes for one hour and five, one hour and a half. Out of the Shadows 2020 documentary on creepy MK Ultra Hollywood, which would be good because I'm a doing an MK Ultra one, so I'll rip some information out of that one as well. JFK to 9-11, everything is a rich man's trick, US history of corruption. These are ones you can just type in. You'll probably find them on um, BitChute or Rumble or the other one. Monopoly, who owns the world? Guess who all the money led, leads to, 2001. Jesuits and Freemason infiltration of the world three hour. American Moon, a 
compelling full 3.5 hour documentary debunking the moon landing? NASA, why do they lie to us? That's the uh, 20 minutes on a 2021. Mesoanic riddles in stone. Freemasons in American architect. Harp, H-A-A-R-P, weather manipulation report causing extreme weather. George Soros, formula for killing America. Um, dark agendas, how to brainwash and control the masses. mRNA now being injected into food. 9-11 false flag, predictive programming. That's through Mr. Truthbomb. 2022, died suddenly, experimental COVID clot shots, doc, documentary for an hour, that was brought out in 2022, Plandemic, it's um, it's actually done by a place, well, well, I don't know if this is the name of the production, it's Indoctrination, all in one word, 2020, the COVID corruption exposed documentary, goes for 75 minutes, the fall of the cabal, Corruption of Society documentary. Well, I just was trying to get up. And what I'm going to do, I'm going to go back in a second, just click on that link. I'm just curious to see where that one takes me. Corporations own 90% of the companies. Oh, the corporations that own 90%, which is pretty much Vanguard, BlackRock. Pentagon spent $540 million on fake terrorist videos. Um, pedos who want to convert your children. Free energy, Stanley Myers, water-powered buggy. These little ones, it's a one-hour child trafficking report. Unmasked, 2030. Oops, go back, go back, go back. Um, yep. It's taken me now to the other one. All right, we can't go there. Uh All right, it's taken me back to before the Cabal one. Anyway, I'll dig into that one a bit longer. I'll try and get up. Um, I'll have, I'm sure I put out most of the parts of that. The bloody, I think it's about 18 bloody parts in it. Pretty full on. Pretty full on indeed. We'll get out of there. Let's go into that one. And that's taken me back to number one to ten. No wonder why it's so long. That one's the three hour one or something. The two, what is it? Two, two We're just hours. stored in our brain. Where they Two hours and 58. Yeah, this is the one I was trying to play now. So there was nothing wrong. And this is even weirder because it was just reverbing and then it just bloody played. That is bizarre. Proven to cause Alzheimer's and Parkinson's disease. And did you know that in many countries, among which my own Holland, we have to explicitly say no to organ donation for if we don't, our organs will be property of the state as soon as we are declared brain dead. The last time it was arranged this way by law was during the Nazi occupation. Did you know that our current Pope is the first to state that hell does not exist, but the devil does? Isn't it weird that the Vatican's audience hall is full of references to reptilians? Lizards. Snakes, serpents. And did you know the Vatican's telescope is called Lucifer? 
And since when does the clothes make the sign of the devil? Nine eleven. Whereas one bird can cause terrible damage to a plane, on nine eleven, two planes managed to cut through steel. A third plane mysteriously disappeared in a building, and number four plunged into the earth without leaving any debris or bodies. The planes were piloted by terrorists who only had had a few flying lessons in a small chestnut. Then, there are the horrid attacks on innocent people, in which the same victims can survive up to three different attacks. <laughs> There's even a site that you can go to and you can get paid to be a crisis actor, guys. A crisis actor. AJ. This lucky young man survived being shot in the head. All he needed was a band-aid. And thank God, not all victims are people of flesh and blood. <laughs> what do you think about this one? Are you a parent? Are you aware of the fact that children cartoons contain subliminal messages of sex and violence? Why? Did you know that fully grown fetuses can be legally aborted in many American states? That advocates of full-term abortion state that unborn babies cannot feel pain? Whereas every doctor knows that the nervous system is the first to develop in fetuses? Is abortion of a fully grown baby not the same as murder? Okay. Let's have a look at the migrant caravan. Thousands of people fled their South American homes to look for a better future in the US. The trip covered 2,000 miles and one and a half months in order to be on time for the American midterm elections as a political statement against President Trump. This means they walked an average of 45 miles a day <laughs> on flip-flops. Yeah, right. Barefoot, <laughs> like this, and like this. I smell bullshit. 45 miles a day? Why do Hollywood celebrities promote the use of facial creams containing the foreskin of baby boys? Do you realize that these foreskins are actually sold? That it's a trade? What's next? Drinking baby blood? Now, I'm going to give you five more, although I could go on forever. Counting down, number five. Did you know that diseases such as AIDS, Zika, SARS, and Ebola are actually patented? Do you know when something is patented? When it's man-made. Man-made diseases. Are you kidding me? Number four. Your cell phone, laptop, tablet, and your TV contain spyware that works 24-7, no matter whether your device is switched on or off. This means you are constantly being monitored. 
Each and every conversation, whether at home or at work, is recorded. Why? And by whom? Good, they might learn something. <laughs> Number three. Educate In 2018, Educate Monsanto, known for its genetically modified seeds and crops, plus its poisonous weed killer Roundup. I often wonder that how many feds and that like have converted after they listen to all these conspiracy channels and that. <laughs> I reckon there'd be quite a few, eh? Shit, this guy's making sense. Hey, Robert, what do you think about this, man? Oh, I don't want to go down that path, man. I'm starting to get convinced with the, the conspiracy guru over here, man. Man, imagine that. They'd be all tripping out in there. Was bought by Bayer, a chemical giant yeah, that produces mostly yeah, poison. Freedom warrior, man. In He's other words, our food supply is now largely controlled by the producers of carcinogenic poison. Monsanto started off producing Agent Orange, a very powerful and highly toxic chemical used during the Vietnam War to eliminate forest cover and to destroy crops. But it turned out to do just a little bit more than that, causing horrific birth deformities and various types of cancer. According to experts, the fusion of Monsanto and Bayer was the perfect match made in hell. Number two, in 2018, Hillary Clinton admitted that she deleted 33,000 emails from a private server used as Secretary of State. Not only that, she used a hammer to smash a cell phone, SIM card and hard drive. Any further evidence that could have been used against her in a court of law was destroyed by fire that conveniently started in the office of a mansion. Did she actually get away with that? And last but not least, number, number one. one. President Obama received the 2009 Nobel Peace Prize only months after his inauguration. Why, for God's sake? He came from nowhere and had <laughs> achieved nothing at the time. In the following eight years, he invaded seven countries and dropped a bomb every 20 minutes. Who on earth was on that Nobel committee? <laughs> Satan. <laughs> Satan. The world is not what you think. And guess what all of these things have in common? They were completely ignored by the mainstream media. Not one news channel covered or questioned any of it. And just when I thought I'd seen it all, this became President of the U.S. I always thought there were two political sides in life, left and right. Left was for the common people, right was for the rich. But I soon found out that my ideas did not reflect reality at all. Obama seemed to have enchanted everybody, including myself, with his good looks and charms. But like I said, he invaded seven countries. He was a Democrat, for God's sake. And Democrat Bill Clinton went from one sex scandal to the next, lying under oath and getting away with it. Maybe left and right were simply two wings of the same bird. In spite of my leftist upbringing and background and my fierce opposition against Trump, I decided to give him the benefit of the doubt. But how did he get elected in the first place? Just before the elections, WikiLeaks arose. Founded by Julian Assange in 2006, 
WikiLeaks is a giant online library of the world's most sensitive documents, obtained by whistleblowers at the highest level. Much information deals with war, spying and corruption. Now, just before the presidential elections, WikiLeaks published highly incriminating evidence of the corruption within the Clinton Foundation and the Clinton presidential campaign. So, what happened? That happened. On January 20, 2017, Donald J. Trump was inaugurated as President of the United States of America. Can't that long again, yeah. But how did WikiLeaks obtain the evidence of the Clinton corruption? It was leaked by an employee of the Democratic National Committee, Seth Rich, who was subsequently found dead with two bullets in his back. Who killed Seth Rich? We will find out in the next episode. What do we have for now? Donald Trump as President of the US. Obviously, this is when he was president. It's done a couple of years ago, actually. All right, guys. Well, you're most welcome to call in anyone. It's 28 past the hour. So, if not, I have got plenty of material. I'm going to play this for another five or seven minutes anyway. Then move along. And then, out of nowhere, Q. arose the enigma of Q. He drops his bombs on my computer. On October 28, 2017, a mysterious post was placed on 4chan, an anonymous internet bulletin board. Was it, it mate? contained nothing but codes. This was the beginning of a new phenomenon. The Q posts, soon to be transferred to HM due to hacking, became more and more intriguing and popular among the so-called QAnon. Anonymous people who are wary of the lies of the mainstream media and who've gone searching for the truth using other news outlets on the internet. I will get into the identity of Q later on in this documentary. Q communicates with the people by means of the Q posts, drops or crumbs that we the Anons pick up and decipher. The Q crumbs portray a better world without wars, treason and corruption. A world after the Great Awakening. Q uses words and short sentences that keep coming back. Quatrains, pretty much. Sort of like quatrains. Make of what you will out of it, pretty much. That's just me doing my recent Q drop at the moment. Just remembered I've got one today. Sometimes the cue drops are short and to the point. Initials are used instead of full names. Sometimes they contain a lot of information. FW, FW. And sometimes combinations of letters and numbers are used for us to rearrange. The cue clock was introduced and it took us quite some time to figure out how to read it. And then there was the cue map containing an incredible amount of vital information. The map was made by Dylan Lewis Munro. It contains an overview of the true history of mankind and its preserved power structures. Q is not a cult, as suggested by opponents. After all, it tells us not what to think or what to do. 
is merely just us questions, clues and riddles. We need to do the research in order to find the answers. And that is how we discover the truth. Through this research, I've come to find out more about American and global politics than I'd ever dreamed of. I was never really interested in politics, but the two drops opened my eyes to a whole new world, a world of secret societies, secret services within secret services, and secret deals made on a grand scale, a world with shadow governments, within excessively rich 1% of the world population that actually runs the world. Not our political leaders, not our presidents, but a very small group that we refer to as the Illuminati or Cabal. I learned about an evil master plan to completely dominate the world. And the ordinary people like you and I, we know nothing. We get up in the morning, we go to work, we pay our bills and our taxes, we watch TV and go to bed not knowing that there's a battle being fought over our heads for world dominance, a battle between good and evil. This is what Q is pointing out to us, but we the anons have to do the research, and we do, like nerds, like an army of digital autists, we connect the dots. There is a war going on for world dominance, for the absolute submission of the masses. How is this achieved? By the constant waging of war, by the introduction of the Federal Reserve Bank and Central Bank, by trafficking drugs, oil, and people. Hillary said it best, didn't she? Information war. Only two American presidents who tried to break down the power of the elite beginning with the banks by printing their own interest-free, debt-free money, thus bypassing the Federal Reserve System for Abraham Lincoln and John F. Kennedy. What else did they have in common? Death. They got murdered. Now, why are the banks so important? What exactly is the Federal Reserve and its central bank? The Federal Reserve is the central bank system of the U.S. And in spite of the very misleading word federal, the Federal Reserve and all central banks around the world are privately owned. They are not government institutions. They are owned by some of the most wealthy and influential families in the world. Two of which are close to the top of the power pyramid. The Rothschilds and the Rockefellers. The Federal Reserve was set up in 1913 after quite a bit of opposition from the U.S. government and some very wealthy people, such as Benjamin Guggenheim, from a very influential mining family, Isidore Strauss, head of Macy's department store and politician, and John Jacob Astor, businessman, inventor, and probably one of the wealthiest men at that time. The wealth of these three men in those days was approximately $500 million, which today would amount to something like $11 billion. These men were so rich, they could not be bought, not by any bank. What else did they have in common? 
apart from money, power, and opposing the creation of the U.S. Federal Reserve? They all died on April 15, 1912, when the ship they traveled on hit an iceberg and disappeared in the cold ocean. Coincidence? Let's just say the Titanic disaster was highly convenient. The rest of the opposition was easily cornered. U.S. Congress was bypassed. The Fed was created illegally, unconstitutionally, something not many people are aware of. Let's have a look at the visible top of the power pyramid. There we have the Rothschild family. In short, this family owns most of the world. They own each and every central bank. They own the Federal Reserve. They control the International Monetary Fund. They control the World Health Organization. They finance both parties of every war since the war against Napoleon. They finance the Bolshevik Revolution. They finance Hitler and the Nazis. They finance the production of IBM punching machines for an efficient prosecution of the Jews by the Nazis. And they had equities in Exxon and IG Farben, the dealers of Zyklon D gas for the Nazi gas chambers. The estimated net worth of the Rothschild family is $500 billion. When you have that much money in power, you can poke the chest of the Crown Prince of Great Britain like he's your bitch. And when you oppose their power and try to stop them from taking over your banking system by setting up a central bank in your country that loans money to you at insane interest rates that you can never pay back, so that your country becomes the eternal slave to the Rothschild banking system, as happened to every country around the world, you are either ousted or killed. The country will be invaded and blown to smithereens in the name of democracy, supported by the mainstream media that portrays you as a dictator. The same applies to those who refuse to accept the almighty U.S. Petro... Ooh, it's been a few over the years. Saddam... Uh, who's it, the other guy? Oh, bloody forgot his name now. Yeah? Guy with the moustache. Two moustache dudes. There's another moustache dude here. Oh, yeah, they're all popping up. Oh, and there's much more, but we'll leave that for another time. The Rothschilds are not the only ones dominating the world. They are just part of the 1%. Well, I'm going to continue with this anyway. We've only got about 22 minutes to go anyway. And I'll just, if I need something to say, I'll say it. Stop it while I run it. The elite, another family of great influence, are the Rockefellers. They made their initial fortunes through oil. That fortune led to massive industrial influence. And a lot of things. Influence in American politics the banking system and the pharmaceutical industry. They founded schools and universities, leaving a huge imprint on what should and should not be taught to our children and students. Revelation the Rockefellers further expanded their tentacles of power into the medical world and into hospitals. By ways of their deception, they, the they now own the Rockefeller University, 
with its Academy of Medicine and the Academy of Sciences, the International Health Foundation, the American Cancer Society, mm-hmm. Drug Trust, the American Medical Association, and No money the in cures, guys. No Everything was in the hands of the Rockefellers. They further infiltrated the educational and medical system by means of the Rockefeller Foundation Common giving grants to specific research programs such as the research and development of vaccines, for instance against Ebola, yellow fever, Zika, the flu, and Gardasil, which is further developed and promoted by billionaire and partner in crime Bill Gates. Every case of dangerous side effects such as miscarriage, autism, sterility, seizures, paralysis, and death was brought before the FDA and cleared. And all of the above was promoted by doctors and the media, where the Rockefellers had placed their representatives at the highest levels. Even presidents assured us it was safe. All use of alternative healing was demonized and prohibited, while the treatment with drugs and the drug dependency was pushed down the political agenda. The Rockefellers were also responsible for adding the toxic chemical waste product fluoride to our water and toothpaste. Yummy, yummy. And as usual, the media spread lies about its healing qualities. Isn't it funny on the fluoride, if you read it, it's on the toothpaste, it says if you take anything bigger than a pretty much a small piece, if you swallow it, ring emergency line, you know. And um, yet on all the ads, they show you the toothpaste smothered over the freaking thing. Kids there with their mouth. <laughs> all sorts of flavour intimidating to, for them to swallow it. Wow, what evil, evil people. What about all those years people were putting Johnson & Johnson baby powder on their um, babies? You know, full of asbestos. What evil shenanigans, guys. Until you can understand the sheer evilness of these creatures, that's when you'll start realising that these people don't give a rat's ass about you. Not one rat's ass. No doctor or dentist ever tested its efficacy. They simply told their patients what they'd been taught at the Rockefeller Institution. Yet another field of interest was the genetic manipulation of crops. The Rockefellers own millions of shares of Monsanto stock, as does their partner Bill Gates. Their mutual interest in eugenics, which aims at improving the genetic quality of the human population, will come as no surprise. Back in Nazi Germany, the Rockefellers financed the horrific eugenics experiments performed on Jewish people trying to create a superior master race. So, in short, two very powerful families that rule the world and its population are the Rockefellers and the Rothschilds. And guess what? They are not even the most powerful. 
there are other families that exceed the Rockefellers and the Rothschilds, both in money and in power. But I will not go any deeper into that at this stage. We'll save that for later, shall we? There's one more man I want to put in the limelight right now. George Soros, described by the mainstream media as investor and philanthropist. His net worth? $25 billion. Soros was born in Hungary. After World War II, he moved to England and then on to the US, where he made a fortune with his hedge funds and his merciless ways to manipulate the financial markets using crises to further increase his own wealth and expand his power. He prides himself in taking no responsibility for his actions. For sure it was a sad day in hell when he died, eh? And the destruction he caused to literally millions of people. I quote, I'm here to make money. I cannot and do not look at the social consequences of what I do. Soros strikes me for his choice of funding. For example, NAMBLA, the North American Man-Boy Love Association. Their goals and their slogan, sex before eight before it's too late. Disgusting. This is their mascot. Disgusting. Why does this great benefactor support a pedophile club such as NAMBLA? Then there's Antifa, the anti-fascist movement. When we look at their actions, we see nothing but violence. They show great resemblance with fascism, which is rather strange for an anti-fascist movement. Even one of their flags is weird in that sense. Why would anyone finance such a thing? The same goes for Black Lives Matter. Why sponsor a movement that pretends to be left-wing, but shows nothing but riots and violence in practice? Do you want to know what we're dealing with here? Then follow me to part three. The migrant caravan that headed to the southern border of the US in April 2018 was covered by the media big time. According to the official report, these people came mostly from Honduras, where the caravan had started, and then people from Guatemala, El Salvador, Nicaragua, and Mexico joined the march. The main reasons for them to flee their home country were gang violence and poverty. When I saw the first pictures, I was shocked. But then I realized there were just too many images of women and children, which is always a sign of media manipulation and a hidden political agenda. Always. Critical thinkers like the QAnon studied the pictures closely. Too many things did not add up. Like I said in part one, these people had to walk for 45 miles a day, each and every day for one and a half months. But these people don't look exhausted. They're not dirty or sweaty. I mean, look at them. Their clothes are clean, clean babies, clean pants. They wear labels. They are well fed. These people aren't refugees. They're not poor. I traveled through Mexico, Guatemala and Honduras and I saw poverty. Believe me, these people are not poor. Invasion. 45 miles a day on flip-flops? Are you kidding me? <laughs> or even barefoot? 
Come on. Where are the blisters? Come on, man. And why aren't they Come carrying on. what is needed for a journey like that? Blankets. Food. <laughs> water. Where are the spare diapers? Some people do have small backpacks, but they appear to be brand new. <laughs> so, what did happen? First of all, buses and vans were deployed to transport all of these people from Honduras to the... And guess, just guess who could have been behind that? US border. Every rock. Flip-flops? No problem. You only have to get out of the van occasionally for a group photo. Next, in order to get as many people as possible, you pay them. Thanks to some alert anons, this was filmed on site. Oy vey. Then, in order to be efficient for the media, you give the main players a coloured wristband. Brilliant! Different colours have different meanings, all known to the reporters and the cameramen. Maybe we could give them a free mobile phone if we introduce them over the border. Some people overact. Hey, like a two thousand dollar credit card really for your trouble? And make it to the World News Report. Meet Maria Meza and her five children, all the way from Honduras. She made it to every news item on TV. <laughs> telling about her terror, the fear for her children, their eyes all wet and swollen due to the tear gas that the American Border Patrol so viciously threw at them. Well, Maria, there are a few flaws in your story. I've looked at every single picture of you and your beautiful girls. None of them show any signs of tear gas. This picture clearly shows that you are the only ones in action. I like when they show you her with her children as well. In the background, all you can see is all these males everywhere. <laughs> well, they just pick out. Oh, look, we've got a female and two girls here. Bring them in on the helicopter. Quick, we need a stage. We need to just do a photo shoot for a minute. We'll take them back at the front line. The cameraman shoots away, completely unended by the gas. There is no panic. <laughs> Let's have a closer look at this picture. Cameramen are standing in a line of smoke, yet have no problem with that. Mm -hmm. Oh wait, look! Somebody is throwing a gas canister. Could be dried ice. Is that a fellow refugee? <laughs> Maria told the press that her son went back the next day to get the canister and show it to the reporters. Shame on you, America! I do hope Maria was paid handsomely. I really do. But the story sucks. <laughs> the family was photographed on another day, getting out of a van for yet another day's work in front of the camera. And the tear gas canister? You can buy them at any theatre prop retailer, <laughs> or you can use the police training variety. They produce white smoke, but no harm is done. 
My gift from Skaven was correct. No tear gas was used from the children. Propaganda. The entire mainstream media coverage of this event was biased and flawed. My advice to the producers, next time, pay more attention to the details. Spot the, the female. On to you. Refugees who walk for thousands of miles do not walk like this. Or like this. They don't wear flip-flops. They don't have brand new King's buggies. They do not polish their nails. They don't wear iron shirts. Neither do they have perfect haircuts and makeup. Well, there's a female in the When group. they say they flee their country because they're so poor they can't even buy food, don't show them with digital cameras and iPhones. Refugees who walk for thousands of miles are not clean. And for God's sake, pay attention to some of your supporting actors. They've even thrown a few white fellas in there to make the crowd really bigger. <laughs> and when you Photoshop someone into a picture, make sure you don't forget his leg. <laughs> oh, and make up your mind, will you? You want the shirt on or off? There's a kid there in the, in the crowd and he's got like half of his legs to the side of him down the bottom of his foot. <laughs> what the hell that, man? <laughs> they can't even get a Photoshop right, the stupid idiot. What a, what a side chase. I tell you guys, they play us for bloody fools. Look into everything, man. Never look at just something as blase as face value. Just do a little bit of digging. It doesn't take much. And what's with the Disney obsession? When you really want to know what's going on in the world, you have to do the research, just like you keep saying. And when you do, you will see what's real and what's not. The migrant caravan was a staged event with a political motive. Who was behind it? Who financed such a great event? George Soros. That's right, our great benefactor, George Soros, connected to the pedophile club NAMBLA and the rioting and violent Antifa and Black Lives Matter. Oh, and don't forget about Barbara Lernus Petra for her little Europe speech. How would Europe survive if it wasn't? And us Jews will be probably sort of persecuted because of our involvement in this matter. But without our involvement, Europe will not survive. Oy vey! How do we know he's behind all of these so-called social movements? Well, it's not really a secret. According to an analysis of his tax filing, he invested $33 million in the notorious Ferguson riots alone. Soros promised everyone who participated in the massive protest $15 an hour. In the case of the migrant caravan, 
all they had to do was play the part of poor refugees looking for a safe haven. Money, new clothes, food, toys, and an extra bonus if you play your part well. Who'd refuse a job like that? Soros made a mistake by not fulfilling his financial promises. So then we had more riots, this time by angry actors who demanded payment. Videos of Antifa members shouting, Soros, Soros, where's our money? <laughs> right, they got pissed off. <laughs> he was a bit behind in his payments and yeah, they weren't too happy about that. Uh, what a stage. What a joke, man. What a clown world, eh? It's just, it just never ends. It's just bloody. If you don't laugh, you're going to cry, I'd swear. It's just that insane. It is complete insanity. Well, guys, what I'm going to do now is I'm going to take the broadcast out because we're about to end. That's what's going to happen. It is out of my hands. It is completely out of my hands. So, well, thank you for joining. Hope you've got something out of it. Sorry, I was a bit stroppy at the beginning, but I worked my way into it. <clears throat> Long story. Right, I'll catch you all on the next episode of Strange Deeds. There is no doubt about that. Take care, all. Lakesh. Lakesh.